professional or amateur athlete is injured, time to treatment is critical. That's why more tri-state schools and coaches trust the trainers and doctors of Beacon Orthopedics. In fact, more than 30 high schools, club, college, and pro teams choose Beacon Orthopedics as their official medical providers. On the sidelines and in the operating room, we get athletes back in the game safely and quickly with comprehensive sports medicine care. At Beacon Orthopedics, we care for the pros, student-athletes, and weekend warriors every day. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. I'm WCPO's Mike Dyer. I'm joined by elder head football coach Doug Ramsey, along with senior quarterback Matthew Luby and senior linebacker Colton Sandis. Also joined by the Oak Hills football team. We're going to be speaking with uh, Coach Kyle Prosser and some of his players in just a few minutes. And uh, on location here at the Western Hills Chick-fil-A. Again, we want to thank everybody here at the Chick-fil-A, especially operator Jason Griggs, for allowing us to host this episode. This is the second of three special episodes that Chick-fil-A is hosting for us. Uh, as always, this High School Insider podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants, where the winning play is always chicken. Download the app for extra points today. And as always, you can get this WCPO High School Insider podcast on Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Let's start with Elder here. Obviously, the Panthers were a Division One regional runner-up last year, eight and five record. And obviously, anybody who's uh, followed high school football this past offseason knows a lot about uh, some of the uh, big-time college recruits, especially on the offensive side of the ball that uh, this Elder football team has. But want to bring in Coach Doug Ramsey and Coach. Thanks for taking a few minutes to to join us here. Sure, Mike. Thanks for having us. Tell us, uh, I was out of practice uh, a couple weeks ago out there at the pit, a seven-on-seven scrimmage you had with Cole Rain. Uh, wanted to kind of uh, you know, recap the summer and uh, tell us how the Panthers are looking so far this preseason. Well, it's, it's good. You know, we've uh, had a good offseason. I think it really, you know, really starts back in, in, in January and guys who aren't involved in other sports getting in the weight room, getting after. I think it's been, been good as far as that goes. And then rolling into the season, uh, you know, this summer, I think we've had we had a productive ten days. You know, in our, in our camp time, got a couple seven on sevens in, and 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 then, and then once we started practice here, and and things have been good to start. You know, pretty much injury free, which is which is good so far. But you know, we'll start to find out a lot tomorrow. You know, tomorrow's the first day you can officially hit, and and I think that's the thing. And we talk about all the time being physical. The way guys can block and guys can tackle, get off blocks, run, do those types of things, and uh, and that's important. We'll start to find those things out tomorrow. What makes you the most excited about this offense as you kind of look at this team on paper right now? Um, you know, I think the fact that we have experience everywhere. You know, you know, people will talk about having, you know, the, the, the guys on the O line that are that are big time, you know, recruits and that and Joe Royer at, at, at tight end. But we've got, you know, you talk start here with Matthew at quarterback. Matthew played slot receiver for us last year, played a little bit of quarterback at the end of the season. So he's an experienced guy and in the backfield, uh, Joseph Catania and, and, and Cooper Johnson are guys that have, have taken snaps and played, you know, and Evan Vollmer's a kid at, at a slot receiver. So we've got guys who've been around and, and, and understand what's going on. So it's not just the guys that we have that are, are the scholarship players, but it's every, you know, Carter Smith, again, another guy that played every snap on, on the offensive line is back as well. So, so feel really good about that on offense. This is one of the more later dates for the season openers, August 30th. Uh, obviously, Elder opens at Gahanna Lincoln. Uh, just around the state, it's, it's a later time frame for the season opener. But Matthew, I wanted to ask you, 
just, um, you know, right now it's kind of the dog days of summer, just trying to get into uh, uh, the swing of things with two a days. And you, you have a, a scrimmage with uh, Walnut Hills and Anderson next week at the pit. But tell us kind of what your mindset is uh, about this team right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think we have a lot of guys that can do a lot of different things. So that's exciting. But we just got to be consistent every day. We got a lot of ups and downs right now. So moving forward in the summer, if we can just keep going up and up and when we get to the game time, let things uh, just take care of themselves. I think we'll be in good shape. Colton, I talked to Luke Kandra uh, a couple weeks ago there at, uh, at the pit and just asked him a little bit about that, that regional final. He said, yeah, we just kind of left us with a bad taste in our mouth after that game. Uh, what's been kind of the, the mindset defensively uh, this offseason, especially knowing what happened last year? Yeah, we don't have a lot of experience coming back, but guys like Connor Keyes and Tanner Purdue and a few others are going to really step it up this year for us. And as I mentioned, uh, open the season at Cahanna, Lincoln, August 30th, and you're home to Indianapolis Cathedral September 6th, and then you bring a team in from Florida, hearing a lot about this team, <laughs> Coach Clearwater Academy, September 13th. And then, oh, by the way, at Lakewood St. Ed's, the reigning Division One state champion, September 21st. I think I've asked you this question for the, the entire 15 years that I've covered high school sports here, Coach. This is year 23 for you, but... This schedule, I mean, it is just year in and year out. Elder does not back away from anybody. What, what are your thoughts on uh, playing some of these top-tier teams? Well, it, you know, I think it's, it's, it's one thing that our kids enjoy. I think it's a reason that you come and play. You get an opportunity to play against the best. You know, you, you look at, uh, you know, Hannah's going to be a, a quality team from Columbus every year, you know, kind of a playoff team. Uh, Cathedral's always a strong program. And the team from Florida that you talked about, they've become the, uh, the international team. They, they've got four or five big-time players from, from Canada have moved down there and playing. They're bringing guys in from all over. 11-0 team last year, so high quality. But, you know, again, you play St. Ed's, and we play them every year. And, you know, in the league games, you play Winton Woods, you play all these teams. I, I think it's it's a chance for our kids to prove themselves, you know, against the best. You, you, you play against the best, find out what you're about, and you know, I, I just think I think our guys just really enjoy it. Let's talk about a couple of these guys here, uh, Matthew and Colton. Uh, Coach, you mentioned Matthew, probably one of the fastest guys you've coached here uh, in the past 23 years at Elder. Um, what are you expecting from him, and what kind of an improvement have you seen from Matthew in this offseason? Well, high expectations. You know, we talk about that all the time. You know, I, the expectations I have for the offense and, and for Matthew are very high. You know, he's he's a guy that's, 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 that's very talented, throws the ball well, um, can run. Like you said, he is one of the faster guys that, I, that I've coached. You know, so he, he's got all the tools to be a really top-notch dual-threat quarterback, you know, and to lead this program. I think, you know, he's he's just a fact now in the summer having a lot of reps as a quarterback, just making decisions is the big thing, you know, and, and he's gotten much better about that. And, you know, not waiting to see a guy wide open, but the anticipation of when to throw the ball and, and those types of things he's getting much better at. And, I, and then and I think as we go, it's, you think you said it's a later start date. We still have quite a bit of time, you know, before that first game and, and, and you know, and to get him, get him going with that. You know, the offense is getting a lot of the spotlight, but obviously defensively, um, what do you see from Colton and, and some of those uh, seniors, upperclassmen, to make a difference? Well, I'll start with Colton first. Colton is is he's 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 a leader by example guy. Colton's a really really good physical, aggressive football player, you know. Um, and 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 he's not a as you're finding out, he's not a guy who likes to say a lot of things, but 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 he's one of those guys that he does things the right way all the time, you know, and I think that is is a great influence to everybody else, especially being that senior captain and guys follow that. And, and I think we've got some other guys, even though we don't have a lot of experience on defense, we've got guys that, uh, that want to play, you know, and I think that's the thing. Defense, 
Defense is, is, is a mindset thing. And if you buy into what you're doing and you're going to run around, fly around, be physical, you got a chance to be pretty good. And I think we got guys on that side that can do that. Let's talk about some of the other guys that obviously a, a lot of people know about uh, – you know some of the top uh, tier recruits here on your team, but just maybe some other guys that may, may be flying under the radar that you've been impressed with this preseason, this summer, and conditioning and workouts. Well, I think I start. I said Carter Smith there. I think Carter's been really, uh, really impressive. Uh, you know, Carter was a kid last year who mentally sometimes, you know, as a junior made made made, made mistakes, but this year he's been he's been on it. It's very very athletic offensive lineman. I mean, he can run and and do things with that. He's been impressive. You know, I do want to throw Joe Royer out there, even though Joe's, um, you know, highly touted. Everybody knows things about him, but but him as a as a as a leader right now and things that he's doing, I've been very very impressed with with what he's doing on, you know, on the offensive side of things. Um, you know, and and then you know, obviously there, there's guys on defense. I, I think Ben Ben Dieters has been a kid who. Um, you know, played a little bit last year. Sparingly made some big plays for us as a punter, fake punts and things. But I think right now he's he's probably you know of the guys who did not start last year. He's 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 the one guy. Like, wow, you know, he really looks impressive. He's another guy can run. He's he's fast, can do some things. So so you know, we've got guys who are who are going to who are going to be contributors that people may not know about. I know coaches don't like to compare players from different you know eras or different teams, but we talk about Joe Royer and tight end, obviously verbally committed to Ohio State. Is there a comparison, or, or how would you kind of compare him with Kyle Rudolph? Uh, well, again, putting I, you on the hot seat right well, now. I, I will say, as a receiver, he's pretty he's pretty close. He's not. Uh, Kyle was it was a little further along as a blocker. Was a little bit bigger, thicker at the time. Uh, but as a as a receiver, um, I, I think I think uh, Joe's right there. You know, uh, he's the things that he can do. His hands are so good, um, and and he just understands how to use his body. Um, he's he's great at the 50-50 balls, throw it up there, and, and he's going to find a way to get it. And then your two offensive linemen that a lot of people are talking about, Jacob James, obviously verbally committed to Ohio State, and Luke Kander, as I mentioned earlier, committed to the University of Louisville. Um, talk about their impact for you guys. Well, you know, just big guys that, that are athletic big guys. Um, you know, you, you look at Luke. Luke Luke is he's, he's humongous. I mean, he's just so big. 6'5", 300 or but something But then you like think about all the other things that – that he's done in sports. He's a basketball player. You know, ended up being the the free throw leading free throw <laughs> percentage shooter for for the team last year. Um, you know, went to stay for the shot and disc. You know, there's so many things that he can do. And you know, and Jacob's another guy who um, too the athleticism. You know, for for big guys. I think that's the thing that kind of sets him apart from some of the other high school offensive linemen. That they're big guys, but. Uh, but, but they're more athletic than a lot of those, those other big guys. Matthew and Colton, I want to ask you this. I kind of asked uh, some of the players in Northern Kentucky about this last week, but elder football, what it means to you and how special it is just playing at the pit. Matthew, I'd like to hear it from you. Just, uh, just tell me what that's like on a Friday night at the pit. Well, yeah, I've been growing up, going to every game since I can remember, so it's been pretty special just to even be able to be out on the field and actually playing. It's surreal. You can't even explain it, really. It's just great environment, great high school football. How much are you able to savor that now? Maybe these these preseason practices where it's really hot and humid in August and everything, but uh, are you able to kind of reflect a little bit about you know being a senior at this point? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty surreal, honestly. Just last year uh, being able to play and that being a great experience for me, and this year just senior year, it's going to be a great uh, last year in front of all the fans. Colton, what's elder football meant to you? 
Uh, the first time I walked out onto the pit, it was the best feeling I've ever had in my life, and I'll always remember playing older football. And when I was a little kid, I would always come to the games, and I really enjoy it. Good deal. Well, Coach, uh, Doug Ramsey, uh, senior linebacker Colton Sandus, and senior quarterback Matthew Luby, we really appreciate your time and perspective, and uh, best of luck to the Panthers this year. Thank Thanks, you. Mike. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Next up, we're going to have Oak Hills football coach Kyle Prosser and a couple of his players joining us. want to remind everybody that this WCPO High School Insider podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants where the play of the game is always chicken. Try their grilled chicken nuggets with some Chick-fil-A sauce today. And we're going to give a few minutes here for uh, Coach Prosser and some of his players to join us. Thanks again for everyone for joining us here at the Western Hills Chick-fil-A on Glenway Avenue. We're going to have another one of these special episodes on Thursday at Kenwood Town Center. We're going to have Sycamore coach Scott Dottillo and Indian Hill coach Tony Akuri joining us with some of their players as well. So just to name everybody here, um, from my left here, we have uh, senior safety Logan Vickery. We have also senior wide receiver Will Barra. We have Oak Hills head football coach Kyle Prosser, and we also have senior running back Aaron Frick. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for having us. Well, hey, um, just wanted to ask you uh, kind of a similar question here. Coach Prosser, uh, take us through kind of what this preseason uh, has been like so far for the Highlanders. Been very exciting. So uh, we changed a few things up offensively, a few things defensively, gave these guys some opportunities to uh, learn both sides of the football. So, um, they're a little bit more sore this year after practice. Uh, <laughs> got after them a little bit more in the offseason. Um, like Coach Ramsey mentioned earlier, that's where it really changes the ball game. And uh, had a lot of guys pass up on some opportunities in some other sports. One sitting up here to, to focus on football. Some nodding of heads is there as well. <laughs> yeah, they know. But uh, the guys really bought in and did a great job uh, in the weight room and leading. So it's been nice to kind of see our underclassmen follow their lead and, and these guys just have that burning desire to uh, show up every morning with a smile on or with the angry face. But at the end of the day, they're working hard and getting after it. Uh, why did you make a point to be a little bit more aggressive when it comes to the to the practices and to the workouts? Just to show them mentally what it what it takes to get over. So there's always kind of been that hurdle at Oak Hills where, you know, growing up playing there, um, you know, and being a St. Dominic kid and, and making the switch. Uh, when I got to high school, you know, everyone's always like, hey, you got that hurdle, you got that mental aspect, and just showing these guys, hey, our expectations for you are going to be pushed to limits that you guys can't even control or think of, and it's in a good way. And to show them, no matter what they believe in or what they put their mind to, that they can get to that next level. And uh, these guys have really done that so far this year. And uh, they've, they've pushed me, too, to a point of, Coach, we can take more. Let's go. So it's been good. Logan, we were talking a little bit off uh, microphone here before this podcast started about about that. And tell me, kind of maybe give me an example of the way that Coach has been uh, kind of you know leading you guys in a more you know in, in a way that you know mentally kind of challenges you to be prepared for the season. Uh, during two days, uh, we run after our first practice, and then we're dogged after that first practice. And then the second practice, we think we'll get out, and we're we're dog again. And that's just continuous over the, even camp days. That's been all summer, too. Will, what's that been like just from a, not only from a physical standpoint, but a mental standpoint to be prepared for all that? Uh, mentally, it's hard. You know, you just got to keep going. We've been running and, you know, lifting a lot more than typically we would. But uh, we just got to push through. 
Aaron, how does that prepare you, not only for the non-link schedule, but once you kind of get into the GMC schedule, you know it's going to be a grind of those eight games? Well, I'd say this lifting is definitely, and conditioning has been the hardest it's ever been for me in my life. Like, I've never pushed this hard in my life before. And definitely the GMC is probably one of the hardest schedules to play in the state of Ohio, so you're definitely going to get some big competition there, and you definitely got to be mentally and physically prepared for it what have you learned about yourself Aaron just from from that being pushed I mean what, what, have you said hey maybe I didn't realize I could you know go to those limits or those bounds and now yeah. I can definitely when I'm tired when I would have been tired in games now I would now when I feel tired I just like learned like you can't be tired like there's no time to be tired we're always going like we're always pushing hard you just gotta keep on going Logan, talk a little bit about the camaraderie of this group. We were talking before this episode started about how you guys had known each other for a very long time. A lot of the players do, obviously, in, in any program, but when it comes to the youth leagues and, um, you know, just talk about that bond, maybe that chemistry among the seniors especially. Uh, the bond for the seniors is, like we usually say, we ever me. I've been playing with these guys since probably fourth grade. I played with one of my guys since first grade, and he's a starter now too. And just coming together to team shows, like, that how we're just better than other senior classes. Not not better, but like we've been more unified than other senior classes come through. Will, how much pride do you take in being a part of this program? Uh, I take a lot of pride in it. You know, we've been playing together for so long, and it's just uh, like the atmosphere of the team. It's great to be a part of it, and it really helps like in games and stuff when you're friends with all the guys you're playing with and know what they're thinking and all that. Coach, I kind of picked your brain at a practice uh, about a week or so ago about uh, some players to watch, but kind of take us through maybe offensively uh, where your quarterback situation stands right now, maybe some other skill positions. So in years past, we've had some issues at quarterback with injury and this and that. So um, these three knuckleheads you see up here at the table, uh, they're all going to have their hand in it a little bit this year too with what we're doing. So that's one of the fun things for us is when we sat back and we changed it up. Um, it was frustrating last year. We started out 3-1. and one. We had Mason on the ropes. We kind of gave that game up, in my opinion, uh, with turnovers. But we did everything we could to win, blocking a punt, you know, field goal possession, knocking everything down. But, um, you know, when Ethan went down from previous years, we've had kids go to the elders of LaSalle's X where – these guys all stuck together. Um, it's a special year for me because it's the first time, I think, in Oak Hills in the past, like, six or seven years an entire class has gone through and had the whole head coach uh, the same time and not had the turnover. So these guys really stuck it, stuck together, and they looked at me, and it was fun just to see them. And when we hit the offseason this year, they looked, and they said, hey – offensively, defensively, special teams. Uh, Coach, we don't care what you say. We're not coming off the field. And that's when I knew the tone was set in January. And they joke, but and Aaron says it all the time where he, you know, he was tired. Now he's the guy that's hooting and hollering and elevating the level. And then all of a sudden these two are following up along with their teammates. And before you know it, our guys are going from basically being completely exhausted to coach, what else do you got? What else do you got? What can you give us? And then we do it and and we go. So it's exciting. Where do you think that comes from, Coach? Because, I mean, you guys were winless two years ago. Obviously, that quick start, 2-0, and 3-1 last year. And then, obviously, injuries took its toll on, on you. But when you talk about the guys that stayed within the program, stayed committed, stayed loyal, um, where do you think that resolve comes from, from from within each of these guys? We've done a lot of teaching these guys, like I said, with our expectations of pushing. But these guys believe in themselves, too. So And, and they have the we over me mentality of no matter what it takes, no matter what it needs to be done, we're going to do it for each other. So a lot of the times, <laughs> and I joke at practice, I said, if I'm your motivation, that's a bad thing. 
but the guy to your left and right should be what it is, and and they run with it. So, um, you know, they got a few of our other guys right here, our seniors that are here. You know, Mr. Brandon Maxwell, he's back for his senior year. Uh, Mr. Ranzik on the line and Mr. Will Young. But, you know, it just shows you how close these guys are, and, and they spend time together on the weekends, but they believe in each other, and, and they believe in what we're doing. So it's been uh, – it's been a lot of fun to watch. Open at East Central August 30th, and then you're back home uh, for Simon Kenton, and that's going to be the 20th anniversary of the 99 team. Are you doing yes, sir. something? Yes, so we're, uh, we're, we're getting everybody back together, uh, or at least trying to, um, to get as many people as we can back. Um, got a lot of people from that team that live out of town, and got a lot of those coaches that are still coaching elsewhere, so trying to get them together. But uh, the nice thing for us is, just to recognize those guys, show them how special it was. I was in the eighth grade, you know, back in the end zone watching them go and like, hey, here we go. And, and now uh, being friends with most of those guys and watching them grow up and just being introduced to everyone, uh, it's been really, really neat. So Remind everybody about that 99 team if you could, too. 99 team was the first team that ever went to the playoffs in Oak Hill's history. So hopefully uh, we can keep it together and surprise some people this year and be the second. So. The GMC is under a lot of spotlight, obviously, this offseason. Coach, uh, what are your thoughts? Obviously, you, you have business to take care of at East Central, and obviously the aforementioned game with Simon Kent at home. But uh, what are your thoughts on uh, how talented this Greater Miami Conference is this year? I mean, you look every year, and you know, obviously the GCL's always got a lot of good products too, but consistently year in and year out, you look at the GMC, and it's just top 20 kids in the country getting recruited so the nice thing for us our guys don't look at that too much um you know we're we want to be about the physicality and taking care of what we need to handle and what we need to fix but schedule wise getting into it with you know Coleraine getting added back on this year for us and you know running through the gauntlet and coaches being elsewhere and new coaches coming in that have had success it, it's there's never a week where you can kind of look at your schedule and go all right, we need to be able to do some things, but we can get by every week. We got to bring our A game because if we don't, we'll lose. What does that say about area high school football, too? I mean, you mentioned. I mean, this was probably the most coaching changes, head coaching changes we've had in any off season that I, at least I could remember in recent memory. Um, I mean, w- what does that say about just kind of the nature of the game, how how quickly you know things go, and how talented your conference is? I mean, what does that say about? <laughs> Uh, you know the talent in each and every one of these ten teams. Yeah, before uh, I took the job when I was coaching college, like Cincinnati and tri-state area was it was a very heavily recruited area. But then it became saturated to a point of you know you're seeing almost 300 to 400 different colleges year in and year out. Now they won't all come to your school, but they're all visiting the area. So being able to sit back and watch, and, and the nice thing on the west side is people love it here. They don't like to leave, so you get a lot of the bloodlines, a lot of that gene pool around, and then. With the coaches, you can see if they're not happy somewhere else or they get an opportunity to go elsewhere, they're all staying local because they know what's being homegrown and they know what's around. And, and I think they just love that competitive passion and spirit as well of knowing, hey, you're going against the best of the best year in and year out, regardless of what school you're at. <laughs> and if you don't bring the A game, you're done. So, Be honest, Coach, who can eat the most Chick-fil-A among these three? Oh, I'm going to say Aaron Frick without a doubt. <laughs> in all seriousness, can you, can you talk about these guys a little bit and, and what they've meant to the program? Absolutely. So um, Logan started off last year, had a great year, and had a little hamstring issue. Um, great wrestler. Um, kind of got in, and you know he looked at me in the offseason and, and kind of said, hey, you know what, I really want to be one of the guys to be counted on in football. So kind of bought into his role, bypassed some sports I hope he gets back into after football hits. Um, but watching him go from the quiet – little ginger as we always call him messing with him um to actually being a vocal leader but doing it in the right way not just screaming and yelling but you know mentoring some of our young guys has been huge and 
to have his teammates look to him too as a leader has been awesome. Will Bear, kind of the same thing. Will was a guy to talk into his freshman year coming out and playing. Um, hopefully he gets into the spring sport he should be doing um, after season's over. Um, but really came in, and Will's been a guy that has done everything we asked him. So he's played quarterback in a program. He's played outside linebacker. He's played running back. He's played receiver. He's doing DB for us this year, too. So um, he always does it with a smile on his face. And, and I thought after his freshman year, he had a quarterback sneak and took a helmet to ribs. I thought for sure he was going to get up, shake my hand, say, Coach, thanks, I'm done. And he just smiled and kind of gritted. And he said, man, this is fun. I missed wow. this. <laughs> and then Aaron Frick's been Mr. Do-It-All. So he led our team last year in special teams tackles. He has never been a guy that has uh, ever said no. Now, sarcastically, he might look at me and be like, yeah, Coach, I got it. And, and he'll get in there and go. But uh, always been the lifeline for us, you know, ups, downs. And you, when, when I need some momentum or I need something, I look at him. It's kind of like we have that. <laughs> I just look and he goes, all right, here we go. So, and he, and he brings the juice. So, but that's that's just a little something about these three, and, and just once again, the guys sitting over at this table, just what they mean to each other, and no matter what, they look to each other, and when it's time to lean on each other, they've been there. So, I'm really, really, really looking forward to 2019 season. I guess just bigger picture for you guys. We were talking before this episode started, but Logan, tell me what Oak Hills football means to you. It means everything. It means everything to me. Just. My mom's side of the family growing up went to Oak Hills. I've been going to Oak Hills games since I was probably eight years old. And then just walking out and seeing all my friends cheering in the cheering section on Friday nights, there's nothing better than that. Will, t- kind of take me through that. I mean, what, what's that like, just t- taking uh, the field on a Friday night? Uh, I take a lot of pride in it. You know, we've been viewed as kind of underdogs for the last few years. But, you know, last year we were, we were close to stepping it up. And this year we're going to do it. So, Aaron, what's your hope wrong. for your senior season? Oh, I definitely want to make the playoffs this year. That's a big one. Uh, and I love making big plays, seeing put a smile on Coach Prosser's face every time. <laughs> love seeing it. And, of course, the fans. I love looking up in the crowd, seeing everyone hyped up, cheering on us. It's definitely a family that we've built here. You, you mentioned something there, Aaron. I think it struck a chord about putting a smile on Coach's face. A 2004 Oak Hills graduate. Invested a lot into this program and in this community. Um, what's, what's he meant to you guys, I guess? Well, he's definitely, he you know, fights for us all the time. He's definitely a big part in all of the football players' lives, even, not even football players, like any student even. He'll do anything for them. He'll, he just loves everyone, wants to give, wants to give them all the love that they deserve. Coach, final, final question goes to you. What does Oak Hills football mean to you? It's meant everything. So um, coming up, like I said, I was St. Dominic boy, jumped in, made transition. Uh, there were about 15 of us that went from uh, parochial to public, and everyone here in this community that's given back to me has helped me come back to these guys. So been a lot of fun to be able to reward them. Uh, I cannot wait uh, until we get to that first week and, you know, a couple years ago we got our first win against Coach Cranford at Loveland, and I was an emotional wreck just because not we won the game, but seeing the smiles on her face and going, oh, man, all this hard work has finally paid off, and, and we're here. So um, these guys have been putting forth that effort for four years. Um, they continue every day to strive, and, and um, we're looking forward to uh, being tested all 10 weeks and seeing uh, what we score on the final exam after week 10. So, Senior running back Aaron Frick, senior safety Logan Victory, and senior wide receiver Will Barra 
Head coach Kyle Prosser, thanks guys for joining us. Best of luck to the Oak Hills Highlanders this upcoming season. Pre- appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Kyle. And again, we want to thank everybody from Oak Hills and the Elder Football Programs for joining us today. And again, thanks to Chick-fil-A operator Jason Griggs for allowing us to host this special episode at the Western Hills Chick-fil-A. We had a great time, as always, great conversation. And a reminder that we're going to be joining you from the Kenwood Town Center Chick-fil-A on Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Be joined by special guest Sycamore head football coach Scott Dottillo and Indian Hill head football coach Tony Akuri, along with a couple of the players from each of those respective teams. For everybody here, I'm WCPO's Mike Dyer. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you Thursday afternoon.